This is a headgum podcast. This ain't that long term vision and investing. This is time to get that cake quicker than sexting. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to twin innovation. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Mama Bear Mike Carnell, the host of the Twinovation Podcast. The podcast for all your schemes, dreams, misdemeans, cons, griffs, hustles, app ideas, any way you're making that money, we're here to talk about it. As always, and for the last time, possibly. Hey. <laughs> I'm being joined by my oldest, weirdest, and best friends in the world. To my left, David Rosenberg. Howdy, folks. To my right, Jeffrey Rosenberg. Hola, mis amigos. I mean, guys... I'll get right into it. You smell it? It's this week's Beef of the Week. I think we all have a collective beef with the universe. It does work in mysterious ways. This is a sad day in the Twinovation Nation history, but by far it will not break us. We have some bad news to announce to the people. Dave's being deported. Yes, back to Israel, my homeland. <laughs> Dave, do you want to tell the people what's going on? Yeah, I think you should take it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm moving to uh, Los Angeles, City of Angels. A very abrupt move. Very abrupt move. Uh, Got to do it. Just doing it. You got no choice. You, you Check out funyourdie.com. You got a good job. The company says, hey, we're moving to L.A. You got to yeah, take yeah. it. Um, if you're going to go to the site, though, go through Facebook okay. and then to I mean, the this site. Is, oh, that this is helps. a chance for us to address the Use elephant the in the room. smiley faces. Don't go plug in the site. David, this is... This might be... This is the last time that we'll record in a room together for a very long time. Yes, that's true. Um the podcast is continuing. I, I don't want people yeah, to think it's that not it's not. I mean, by all means, like the podcast is going to be great. We've been cooking up some stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Jeff, when's the last? The last time you and Dave didn't live in the same place was at college. Yes. What is it? What's it like for you without Dave? It's the same. Yeah, you know, I mean, you guys, I guess we don't hang out with you that much. What do you mean? We hang out all the time. No, I mean no. Jeff and I hang out all the time. I, I'm there. You text sometimes. Yeah, you text and then you'll bail. You yeah. had a birthday bar crawl. You didn't come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it'll just be weird for the pod. We've been, we've just had our lives in New York. I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be really weird. I don't I think we're going to gonna really notice. Uh, come on, man. That's not fair. Uh, should, should we, you know, we brainstormed because this came out of nowhere. We're recording this. Kind of bulk with the the last two episodes, mm-hmm. we realized that we had to get this in because you're moving right after the new year. We're all leaving town for the holidays. Honestly, this could be the last time I even fucking see you. Until, it's true until uh, Putin uh, nukes NYC. Okay, <laughs> but then you wouldn't see me either. I'd be gone. He'd be uh, at yeah. the funeral, and then I get probably, the actually probably miss the funeral. He'd probably bail on the funeral. <laughs> he had a he had a banquet dinner. We're going to the, the we're family. going to the Jersey Shore. <laughs> we had plans made. Sorry. Uh, burned baby i'm sorry i don't know how to react i can't tell if i should be mean to you or nice to you i would prefer for everyone not to be mean to me i mean you're you're leaving it's difficult the what search you, for the new dave begins so jeff should we tell because eventually and this is why we have super producer nick dave will be on the podcast it's not like dave's going away we're going to eventually set up some system in 
L.A. because we got the Headgum Studios. Mm-hmm. Dave will probably have to just be like uh, like one of those weirdos who calls into radio stations, and we'll have to talk to him. First time a call, a long time listener. <laughs> can that be your new catchphrase when you do it? Yeah, I can yeah. do that. That's so, fun. I mean, we'll still, by all means, still do the podcast. I think it'll still be great. But we need a couple weeks buffer without you because you, you're moving. It'll be crazy. Here's some ideas that Jeff and I have thrown out. Let's hear them. First, uh, for the episode after this, should we should we just tell it, Nick? Yeah, I think we're going to put a Craigslist out with Jeff's face and say, do you look like this man? And do you want to record a podcast with us? Because twin, Twins is in the name. Yeah. We might as well try to get someone mm-hmm. as close to Jeff as possible. Mm-hmm. The, the photo should be like... Me, maybe from the belly button up, but like shirtless. Maybe we give you a haircut and a shave, too, so that we don't get crazy people. That might make sense. Yeah, maybe that we, could make maybe sense. Maybe we clean you up a little bit. Yeah, 30-year-old someone... man looking for new twin. <laughs> someone that's coming in here looking like Jeff would be kind of creepy. I mean, and what if he's just It's great? a big city, though. I mean, we can probably be find someone who... Is is actually worth you know what going, going to amazing, Sunday movies too. with you know? I mean, if they're amazing, I think Dave's out, right? <laughs> I think they're definitely out, and I actually like in, might invite him home for the holidays, stuff like Bring that. Bring him home. Well, uh, the Podfathers, Jake and I, uh, we're we're going to start this new podcast called The Rabbit Hole. I don't hey, know if you're familiar with it. That. Baby. They would believe that. <laughs> Because that's actually something I'm doing that I don't need to be in. <laughs> no, we're else. doing it. No. I mean, We've already talked about it. You're out, dude. Jake, Jake's already on nine different podcasts. <laughs> is he? What else is he on? He's got the Hurwitz Hour. Um, <laughs> no, that's, uh, <laughs> that's it. He barely shows up to record uh, If I Were You. you gotta um, drag him out of bed. I think if uh, we'll, we'll give the the new Dave a couple shots, um, he'll. Probably I mean, we might have to couple. hold. We might have to do a couple episodes with like lookalikes. Yeah, we should actually maybe uh, you know, grab some wings with this guy. Maybe get to know him a little bit before he's on the cast. I think so. I think that'd be nice. Maybe he'll come see Star Wars with us. Uh, maybe he won't bail on Star Wars. With I us. saw Star Wars with you, Jeff. Not with all of us. <laughs> Not with though. all of us. Oh, I didn't know you were going to be there till the last moment. Well, that's on you. True. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to miss about the city, bud? The cold weather, the bums showing their penises on Fifth <laughs> Avenue. Uh, this, the I constant enjoy, stabbings on the slashings. Yes, the sardine-infused subway systems where, uh, you know, I'm just... The smell, I, I don't have a great sense of smell, but boy, does it reek on those subways. It's it's cold outside, it. and it's super hot inside. Well, uh, last week we pitched uh, you getting jacked and getting a pit bull. Yeah. Um, I think that L.A. is the perfect place for it. And maybe we, like, get you a workout regimen, and you start uh, we doing, like, photo updates for all of our fans to, like, see how you're doing, and we start getting you just jacked. We can have, like, maybe we'll print out, we'll, like, get a photo of your full shirtless body, and we'll have like a tattoo contest, and the fan who designs the best tat- chest tattoo for you, we we get the tattoo on. Yeah, if Headgum pays for it, you know, I know tattoos are kind of expensive, uh, but but I will say, and I'll say this sternly, and I'll say it with uh, a lot of emphasis. Uh, I'm gonna miss you guys. I'm gonna miss you too, bud. It's a major bummer for me. Yeah, because uh, this was actually we don't we see you so. Uh, Infrequently, infrequently. That, that honestly, true? the podcasts are the only time that we see. <laughs> How you. often do you guys see each other? With, with I see Jeff twice a week. 
Yeah, and we see each other once a week with this. So yeah, but we're. Uh, I mean, I might see you three times a week. Maybe four or five. Maybe four or five. Yeah. We you know, we, lunch have, we, have, we have a basketball. We have people come over and watch basketball. Really? We'll play 2K. We'll play Titanfall mm-hmm. 2. But I don't get those invites, though. No, you do. I don't get the basketball invites. Yeah, you're on the thread. Every now and then. You're I don't think the I am on the thread. Check the thread. Well, we don't want to tease you with invites. You know, we don't want an empty invite. Come. With... Yeah, I like being teased with invites. If you're a listener who lives in New York City and you and you resemble me greatly or if you know someone who resembles jeff email us it might be a good because well i mean we should i think we should still call the person dave regardless of their name Mm -hmm. preferably they're already named dave i know well maybe if the twins don't work out we broaden our search and then it's like what if it's someone that looks like you and that way it becomes like a reversal i have the power it's not a bad idea now I have the power. 90 people immediately reply. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're all like fucking mid-level bankers from hats. Ohio. <laughs> they're all Midwestern fucks. <laughs> Maybe you test it out one week, someone that looks like Jeff or I. One week, someone that looks like you. One week, yeah. that so- someone that looks like well, Nick. We, and, and just to be sure, so the fans aren't panicking, you know, we're not done with the pod. We're gonna, someone shut that dog shut up, your Nick. fucking mutt up, Nick. Is during the goddamn podcast. Uh, Nick's dog's barking his ass this off. This is a- absolutely out of control. All right, Nick's gone. It's a real reason. Hey, what hey, about hey, Nick? Oh, yeah, I kind of yeah, st- I stole some more clementines from the fridge oh before God. we started. Did you? I mean, they are great. They're delicious. They're I, perfect. I put a when couple you're of my pico for the way out. Ew. Huh? They're loose. They're unwrapped. <laughs> and God knows what's in your People pico. People don't usually loose, refer to fruit as being cigarettes. unwrapped. <laughs> <laughs> well. I don't know what it is. Oh, doggy! Bringing the dog in now. You bring the dog into the fucking worse. studio. Oh, you're so cute. Yeah, um, I mean, just okay. He's putting well, the headphones on the dog the too. On the dog, that's a little Maybe. unnecessary. Really, the dog's laughing. The have, dog loves the cat. They have really sensitive hearing, Nick. That's actually quite cruel. Um, all right, I know that some fans are probably listening to this. They're in full panic mode. Let me break it down for you. Dave's going to be gone for a couple weeks. We're gonna. Just try to find someone who looks a couple like... couple years. <laughs> I mean, from the pod. We're gonna, we're, we'll put out a Craigslist. And if you're a listener and you know someone who looks like Jeff in the city, point them our way. We'll get wings with them. We'll get to know them. We'll try to do an episode with like a, a, a new twin while you get settled. If that doesn't work, maybe we'll broaden our search to a Dave. A, a, just someone named Dave. Yeah, this, this actually kind of hurts me. And if that doesn't work, maybe we find someone who has a twin... But the twin died at birth, so they've been searching for a twin. Yeah, and you guys could, maybe the two of you, right, go out and bond. Because I don't need the, bu- I mean, it's really, I'm worried I about you. I prefer the buffer. <laughs> All We'd right. appreciate you All being right. there. All right, I'll go. But should we give the people some good news along with this quite sad and bad news? It's not bad news. I don't. I don't want to say it's, it's bad, bad news. news. You're it's, moving the city. You're moving. Yeah, away. yeah. It's different news. We if won't. anyone's out in L.A., hit me up. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> any real estate brokers out there? Hey. <laughs> well, let's give the. Should we give the people some fucking good news? Yes, sir. So, Dave, you're moving on January 9th. This episode comes out when, Nick? Uh, I don't know, dude. Jesus Christ. Seventh. Probably the seventh or, or something sixth. like that. I think the sixth. The next time we'll see you, I mean, so you'll be in LA and we really won't, you're not going to be able to come back. Why is your dog limping, Nick? Did oh, you hurt Nick her? hurt the dog. Did you hurt her? All right, let's, let's not talk, let's not worry about the dog anymore. 
All right, so this is some good news for the listeners. The dog's puking Dave, on the rug. Dave, put the phone away. This the is dog's some... puking all over the rug. Oh, the dog. And this is going to shit, guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dave, the dog's dying because you're leaving. I respect that. They're like those birds that if one dies a week later, the other dies. I've never heard that. Yeah, it's a thing. They're, they're birds like that. All right, so should we give the people some good news, boys? Mm-hmm. Please. So, Dave, basically, you live in L.A. now. We yes. won't be seeing you. We won't see your face. That is until our second ever live show in Austin, Texas at South, South by, by Southwest, Southwest, where we are headlining our own show. Are we headlining? I don't read emails. No, they squeeze. Well, us we're late between. at night. We're late in the night. We're later in the night than we were last time. And this will be our second ever live show. Also, our first ever reunion show mm. because Ooh. it's on March 10th, and it will be the first time we'll actually be see you in person. Since you've moved away. So I got to get jacked before you've then. You got to get jacked. Uh, so tickets will go on sale with HeadGum for that soon. We'll be in Austin. We'll be tearing that up. If, you're, if you want to see the first ever fucking Twinovation Nation reunion show, you got to get your ass. Once those tickets are out, you better be buying those tickets and driving to Austin, Texas. Because it's the first time that Jeff and I have seen your face in person. Yeah. In and person. actually, if you have like I don't know a, a dope ass house and you're uh, not going to be there, let us yeah. stay there. There was some a fan last year that like I forget his name, but he hit me up and he like uh, remember he tried to do like the, the, mushrooms with us. Yeah, he yeah. was like, you guys want to come out to the desert and do mushrooms? And I was like, I I don't know. Sounds you. like a good idea. In he theory. did smoke me up a little bit. But I was like, I don't know. Oh, you actually met up with him? No, we we didn't. I was just like, I don't know, we don't have time. Right. I re- appreciate the gesture, but I'm not going out to like we'll the fucking desert. We'll take the desert. mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. Could we just buy the mushrooms from you? <laughs> but then, you, you know, once someone, if they lead with, do you want to do them with me? You can't counter with, can I do them without you? I wonder if he still listens. I hope he does. No you know offense. I just are. didn't know you. But yeah, Nick Nick will be there. Jake and Amir will be there. Our boy Gabrus will be there. It's a big headgum show. Same as last year. Plus, we're going to ask them to really build bill it as the, the big reunion show for us. I'd like that. And that'll be, you know, that's big time, bud. Yeah. And we'll let you kids know when tickets are on sale. Kind of a weird mood in the in the studio today. Somber. Well, especially since Nick's been abusing his dog for the last couple yeah, months. Jesus, dude. What happened? Is she all right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Her limp just stopped I, when I she left know. the room, Nick. She know. just stopped yeah. limping. I don't know. Jesus. I think she's... Uh... I say she's heard mm. from Dave. We're all a little wounded. We're all a little wounded. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for no, leaving no, us no. in the lurch. I'm actually a lot birch. more sensitive than people give me credit for. No, almost nobody gives you fault. any credit. So I'm super sensitive about almost everything that happens in my daily life. Well, I guess if you didn't have this facade of a, of a muscly strong man, maybe we would buy that. Well, here I am, folks. Opening myself up. Uh, Dave, what is your favorite New York memory with me and Jeff? Uh, favorite New York memory. It was fun when we were in Prospect Park two or three years ago. Yeah, that was fun. Little birthday mushrooms. Yeah, that was a blast. I don't even remember what we did. I think we just laid down. I told you I was going to be king of New York in two years, and here you are moving to LA. Now I'm princess of. You're Los the, Files. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. Don't You're worry. a valley girl now. You're nothing but a valley girl. Yeah. You're obsessed with like living in the... I've been talking to you because we've known for like a few weeks. We were trying to figure out what we're doing. You're obsessed with living... This is Dave's LA stuff. Yeah. I lived there for five years. 
I have a pretty good five, almost six years. I have a good grasp. Dave's obsessed with living in the same apartment complex as Andy Dick, and I can't put my finger on huge why. Andy Dick fan. Andy Dick, I'm gonna put and Anna's, Anna's like, yeah, it's dope, and I was like, cool. I don't. Are you doing a bit like Andy Dick is your? We love Andy Dick. Who doesn't love Andy Dick so much that you want to live in the same apartment comp? Like your goal yeah, is, yeah, better believe it. <laughs> he killed Chris Farley. Did he? Yeah, got oh. him back on drugs. Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't maybe know that. Else. Is that true? No, maybe it was that other guy's name. Who's the dude that uh, SNL who died? The other guy, Belushi? older dude. No, older dude. Hartman? Yeah, he no, was murdered by no. his wife. Right, but I think he got her back into drugs. Got who? Her? His like estranged wife or something? Because his wife, his wife killed him. Let's not get look it up, guys. The, let's not get into it's the nuances. Very, of oh, Andy murders. Dick got Phil Hartman's wife. wife. Oh. You know, I watched the Phil Hartman documentary <laughs> like a couple weeks ago. He's a bad. Why does Andy Dick live in an apartment? Save your money, yeah, dude. <laughs> how did you find out what complex he lives in? You just Googled it? I thought he lived in an RV. I saw him on a... He did the uh, celebrity wife swap. Yeah, he did the wife yeah. swap. He lived in like his like girlfriend and maybe a child lived yeah, in a house. A and then he lived in an RV out front. In the driveway. <laughs> yeah. We can't trust you to come back in. <laughs> I think you're pretty good Andy Dick impression. That was his wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or girlfriend or something. Yeah. So is that your deal? Are you going to try to follow Andy Dick around, become a dickhead? I think. <laughs> <laughs> I love, That's yeah. what you call yourselves, right? The dickheads? Yeah. <laughs> Anna and I have been touring with the dick man for like two years now, following That's him around cool. the country. What are you most excited about for L.A.? I guess it'll be nice to like see the Podfathers more and whatnot, but yeah. you know they're, they're kind busy. of now that they've moved yeah, to separate houses, they right. really don't speak to each other. It's a very interesting yeah. dynamic. Yeah, I'm worried that the LA scene's a little flaky. I recorded to the I recorded a podcast while I was out there, and they wouldn't talk to each other. Amir would be like, "Mike, can you tell Jake this?" And then Jake would be like, "Mike, can you tell Amir that?" It was very strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird dynamic. I can see that. And and for for all you super fans out there, they actually record in separate rooms normally for the podcast. <laughs> really? But because I was a guest, they went to one one room. But they'll just um they'll just record in separate rooms at the studios. It's weird. Mm. I don't a, understand why every they're not all more tan. Aren't you supposed to be tan in LA? Jake's or? getting tan. Amir's pretty pasty. Marty's pretty tan. Yeah. I wonder if I if maybe I'll get tan. So I, I no, we we've we seen you. Tan, You're a little lobster Dave. boy, dude. Yeah, you but have to, you have to do a nice. Even you do a base. slow bake yeah, for like gotta, a couple months, and you get a little color. True. Although my eyebrows kind of stick out when I get a little color because they're blonde, so it yeah. actually got to color them a little bit. Yeah, you got to color those in. We do the pencil every now and then. Who's we? Me and my people. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Well, Dave. I mean, I don't know what else to say other than good luck, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace, dude. Yeah, well, bye. Well, you know how our search for a new Dave goes. Please do. Maybe we'll do like a month long run of just us trying out new Daves until you get settled. What if one's like really fucking great though? Then I think we cut Dave loose. I'm not waiting for this motherfucker to Skype in from LA every Sunday uh. so I could record for an hour. <laughs> this goofy ass doesn't even pay attention when he's here. What's he that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we do end up finding a better Dave, unfortunately, I think you are out. That's okay, and we'll have you call in. You'll and you can do that thing. What do your catchphrase? New catchphrase? Howdy doody. No, <laughs> the first time caller thing. First time caller, yeah. long time listener. 
And we'll have you call in and, and we'll, 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 hey, guys, we'll find me? a segment for you, but Yeah, we'll give you a soft five. Oof. All right. Uh, uh, that's what I got packing down under. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you jelk. I'm like, ugh, jelking. A lot Please of people re- responded online to your jelking thing. Is it's not you've, you've you've ruined my nether regions for the rest of my life. Scar, I, scar tissue my, everywhere. My dead donkey that will not wake up. Stretch dongstrung. <laughs> Didn't it work for you? No, it did not. Uh, all right. Well, if you're the uh, tuning in for the first time, sorry. Last time Dave's in the studio. Also, we don't just sit here and banter and bicker back and forth. Although Dave. You will be missed, and I, and I want you to know that I love you, and you will be missed. But if we find a better Dave, you will also be out. Uh, what we do is the three of us will take turns <laughs> pitching our our scheme of the week. Now, this could be an invention, an app idea, um, a new way to commit fraud, or uh, you know, some just robbing people, stuff like that. Any way you're making that money, you know, we present our schemes of the week, and we'll talk about it. And as always, to lead us off for the last time in studio, a resident ever, guru. Ever. A man who doesn't just think outside the box, quite frankly, he is the box. And he's shipping out. For the last time in studio. <laughs> I hope he has a good idea for his uh, swan Not song. enough postage on this parcel. <laughs> I hope he has a good idea. <laughs> he better have brought the heat on this, his last time in the New York studio. Ever, ever, ever. Dave Rosenberg. What do you got? Howdy, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. We took the wind out of his sails. No. Howdy, ladies there and gentlemen. There he is. Come on, bring the heat, dude. It's your last one. Bring the heat. Allow me to pose the question. Please do. What's the worst part about buying beer during a party? You have mm. to leave the party to do it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah you do. Yeah, so, oh, uh, no one's going to give you money. If you're going to get enough for a party, you better get more than a six pack. That's for sure. That's you got to get, get a 30 rack. Then all of a sudden, it's it's your party. Yeah, that's true. That's those are actually both a very good. And what's the answer? Very good. Yes, that's right, folks. Sometimes the only beer, uh, you know, sometimes you have to do a beer run. You know. Yep. You know, and that that is leaving the party. You know, that is leaving the party. You so know, so much right. I was right. Yeah, yeah, you're you're sort of right. <laughs> uh, you know, so uh, yeah, sometimes you have to make a beer run, and you know, depending on what type of night it is, what time it is, where you are. Uh, sometimes these stores, you know, uh, if it's anything above a six pack, they're, they're not refrigerated and they can come in room temperature or even mm. warm. Mm-hmm. And Davey, no likey that. You know what I'm talking about? So the problem is, hey, what's the worst part about warm beer? Yeah, pretty much. All you right. know, I'm just trying to spin a little tale for you. Yeah, please do. I like to tell a little story. No, that's before. my deal. No, no, no. And that, that could be a real <laughs> buzzkill bringing in a 30 rack of some Natty Light or Milwaukee Beast go, 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 to go, go, a party full of hot toddies and smoking annas. And I prefer... <laughs> <laughs> and I prefer any member of the Twinovation Nation to be the life of the party. King or queen of the campus, if you will. That's why on this day, in this beerless apartment, I'd like to introduce the alcohol. The alcohol hold. This is your fucking swan song, bro? <laughs> now the alcohol <laughs> the alcohol hold. Are you serious? Would take some foresight on your part before a big party. But what the alcohol does is provide a plastic mold for you to make ice cold. Because it's ice. A nice cold replica mold of Das Boot. 
And every <laughs> and I know every party goer loves Das Boot. So similar how to how ice cube trays work, this sucker will have a brand new frigid mold of Das Boot ready to go for all my party people out there. So just drink it before it melts or that drink will be on you. The Alcold Hold retail. How do you for, pronounce it? The Alcold Hold. It's a cold hold alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's an yeah, alcohol okay. hold. Alcohol hold. Alcohol hold. Al- yeah. It really you know, rolls off the tongue. Alcohol hold. Alcohol hold. Yeah. I guess typing it out looks a lot cooler right, than going. I Yeah, I'm into the news. Yeah, so, the, you know, this mold, it basically retails for $1.99. And what this does is, you know, it creates some nice boots, DOS boots. That's enough. Uh, for, <laughs> you know, uh, for your drinking pleasure. And this is going to be a ice cold Basically, it's a mug for your beer. Can I ask you a question right. right off? Problem I see. How do you hold it? You hold it. You just hold, you hold it. You hold it. You hold ice <laughs> yes. in your hands. <laughs> yeah, you do, dude. You that, hold ice. It's fun. It makes it a game. It makes it fun for the people. It's it's melting immediately, right? Like, no. like have you ever put ice outside of the? Well, freezer? you're supposed to drink it fast, though. That's yeah. Point. Das boot. Das boot. Das boot. How many of these boots do you have in your freezer? How many molds? It depends how many molds you're willing to buy. For $1.99, I think you can splurge and break a $10 bill. How do you hold it? Isn't your hand going to get really cold? It's refreshing, dude. It wakes you up a little bit. That's the cold it, on it, your it hand? It seems like a fun little party trick. I'm yeah, into it. a party trick. You're I don't fucking, fully understand gonna... how the mold is made. So say it's just like... it's. Yeah, the, it's I don't the, get it either. Because it has a sleeve in it, it has the, the so open like part two, of the boot. <laughs> there's like two parts to the... There are, okay, so like say <laughs> the bottom base and then it like hinges open and you pour all the water into the to the one half of the boot. <laughs> yeah, how does And then how do you get work? the second half of the <laughs> boot? This is in? your final idea in studio? <laughs> you know, like because it has no. to close and it's it's just the... Right, but so, so let's say... Because it's the- a solid sheath. <laughs> I don't really... Because there has to be an inner tube and then an outer tube right, to right, get right. the... It's almost so like you have to have like... So let's say you pour like the a- water into it like it's upside down. So you're pouring water and the top will fill right. up the bottom bottom and then you're just sort of popping that open what works for me about? <laughs> yeah yeah you know what i'm talking about no i don't how does it work so let's say you know the the mold is uh you know uh, you have to basically build like a smaller boot inside the mold of an older boot or mm-hmm. a bigger boot right and then pour it's the water in system. between it's a two boot system pour the water in between that and let it freeze yeah but then how do you get it out it slides out well you could you could pop it open. Seems really the fragile ice? for your big fucking party <laughs> trick. No, pop no. the ice open? No, hold on. Listen here. Also, how does this solve your problem of getting a cold 30-pack if you can only put one in the boot at the time? Mm, well, the boot holds, holds the more boot, than the one beer. Das boot can hold a lot, my man. So how yeah, quickly probably, are you going to drink multiple beers? Depends how... Because have you ever held an ice cube Depends how much you're willing to party. And in my world, have, it's always hard. Have you ever held an ice cube in your hand? Yeah. Uh, for longer than two minutes? I'm talking about, we're talking North, it's a party trick, North Carolina freshman yeah, orientation yeah, yeah. weekend. It's 98 degrees outside. Nice. The boot's melting. There's yeah. fucking well, I'd no say time if, I'd left. say if it's a, maybe it's a quarter inch thick. I, th- uh, I think it'll la- I think it'll last for the chug at the very least. Thick. It has to be thick, otherwise you'll be done. Yeah, the, I mean, the handle's gonna fucking break off. There's no handle on Das Boot, Mike. Come on. <laughs> there's no handle. There's no handle. The 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 boots the handle, my friend. That's right. Did it, you like, just watch like fucking like beer pong movie? What was it? Beer what fest. It? Beer fest. <laughs> Is that on TNT times? this weekend, bud? No, but I did go to the beer garden right before I came here. Oh yeah, and you didn't text us. Well. 
I was uh, trying to think of an idea while drinking a liter full of alcohol. I'm glad to see that you, you and, really put the effort in. Like getting you don't seem that drunk for a liter. Uh, you didn't hear me hiccuping before. We should go get. Let's go. We should. What like we should do tech. in honor of Dave's last thing. Let's go get some boots at the end of this. I don't think they actually do boots. Or like some big beers at least. Yeah. Let's watch the beer fest, guys. Let's watch. <laughs> let's go home and watch beer fest. All right, Dave. How much is it? A dollar ninety nine. Yeah, dollar ninety nine for the mold. But I think like a fraternity is going to want to buy hundos of these. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree. People will definitely buy these. Keep them in the living room frit freezer. <laughs> The problem is you really can't have more than one. Freezers aren't that large. Uh, you can, no, you can, I had an industrial um, freezer and a kegerator in the living room in my college. House. I had a kegerator, too. You got to get did a you, keg, yeah. Did you install one yourself? Uh, some dude, built, one of our roommates built With it. With one of those big-ass CO2 tanks? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah buddy. really cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, buddy. Nick, does this already exist? Well, we don't care. We, things are allowed to exist on the podcast. Does it exist or not? What are you showing them? I know what the boot is, motherfucker. Oh, it does. Oh, snap. See if he wants to be on the like cast. <laughs> is that Farva? Oh, he does kind of look like Mike. Much nice. better uh, sort of beard trimming, though. He's got a good beard trim. I'm just getting started. Uh, all right, Jeff. Oh, he's a poor man's Mike. Jeff, uh, listen, I'll, this is the last time you'll get to do this to Dave's face for quite some time. <laughs> What do you think? Are you for Dave's one ninety nine Das Boot Ice Mold for those hot summer days where you need to cool down with a little refreshment? Are you in as a customer, investor, or both? Uh, cold hold, yeah, the alcohol, 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 alcohol hold. hold. I dig it in that price point. Can't beat it. Uh, I think college kids across the country drinking it up. I'm a, I'm a big time investor and a and a small time customer here. All right, because beer makes me feel. It's true. Uh, Dave, I'll, I'll start by saying this. Uh, well, first off, you're on your phone and you're not even paying attention to me. You're like tweeting on your phone. No, no. What, you, you know, social media is a 24 7. This is why I'm worried about him Skyping in. I have my concerns. He's just going to be on his phone the whole time. <laughs> I'm fragmented. I know. Uh, Dave, as far as the alcohol hold goes, I kind of. Alcohol. Alcohol hold. I did. Ass- I guess I assumed that you'd come with a, a bigger, more grandiose scheme for your I last I forgot this was going to be the last, last episode. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I don't stand behind Das Boot. I, you know, I thought it was the alcohol hold. Huh? Well, it's. Yeah. It is the alcohol hold. It alcohol. is the alcohol So. You know, I kind of thought you'd be coming bigger, but there's no way I'm going to do my boy like that and throw him under dude, the bus. Dude, all my frat boys come big after drinking There's no Dospo, way I'm going to do my boy like that on his last in-studio recording. No, don't. And as far as the alcohol goes, no, I don't mean, do as it. a customer out of pity. and an investor, no. out of pity, no, because you blew it, but No, it, you, you, you jeopardize the whole show when you do things like that. Mm-hmm. You the integrity of the show. You jeopardize the whole show by moving to California, bud. <laughs> I'm gonna stay. <laughs> uh, well, no, I do think it's a good idea. I mean, the price point's fine. How expensive are molds? They can't be that much. It's at least worth a try. You can find some dumbass frat boys at James Madison to buy a bunch. J M U. Let's hear it for Dave for the his last <laughs> last in studio pitch. And he's back on his phone. He's tweeting. <laughs> he won't even be present for his last studio appearance. 
But guys, you know what time it is. Uh huh. It's time for the more feminine of the two twins. He's got feminine features, soft eyes, a black cold heart, and he's all I got left, quite frankly. Uh, I, I'll be leaning on you more than ever, my friend. Okay. Jeffrey Rosenberg, what do you got? Hey, guys. Hey, I'm Jeff. the new Dave. I'm wacky. <laughs> guys, the holiday season may be behind us. Now you're doing future talk. Yeah, yeah we got to do a little future talk here. But with birthdays and anniversaries, year-round gift giving never goes out of style. Here's a simple three-step scheme for giving sentimental gifts at an affordable price. Okay, step one. In casual conversation with friends and family, bring up that you've started taking art classes in your free time. Okay. Okay. After step your two. dad's done yelling at you, what's step two? <laughs> step two, when they follow up with a, a couple months later with a, hey, how's that art class coming along? Respond with, oh man, it's great. I know it seems kind of lame, but I'm really taking a liking to watercolors. Oh, okay. Hmm. okay. Step three, next time a special occasion comes around, go to a site like Fiverr or gigbooks.com and commission someone to make a watercolor. Maybe the two of you together or of their childhood pet. Something that really strikes a chord. Okay, the best part is your loving gift will cost you under $15 and it'll be sure to get something more expensive in return. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. We're calling this scheme off color. Oh. So are you te- you're telling them that you'll paint them a portrait before Christmas comes. Or any uh, birthday Anyhow, or anniversary. So that day you are like, well, I got to come correct because this dude actually like put his blood, soul, and tears into this. You don't necessarily have to tell them. They can just feel bad once you put so much effort, quote unquote, into mm-hmm. the gift. And then uh, future presents could be better and uh, more sentimental or very loving. Are they the, think you're a gift giver. They think you put the time behind it. They want to they wanna match up. So, but you're really counting on the generosity of the gift receiver. Uh, shame because, and guilt. Right. Of course. Which is, you of must, course, the spirit of giving. A grifter must. To, 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 to shame those you give gifts to. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole point of going for the watercolor, something that maybe took you a very long amount of time to I do. I thought watercolor was the most basic. Uh, not if you do it right. Nick, you're a painter. Nick says so-so. It's so-so. It is so-so, but like it's it's the amount of uh, love and effort. You should well, just have Nick. You should it, just be have Nick do little paintings for you, or he's like doing that shit with the knife where he's like carving the details. Like, my my boy don't got the time for that. That's true. It's also like you there's, can't, there's you can't people in, in Eastern European countries that are killing for this $15. That's true. Guys, what do you think? That's a schemey? Yeah, it's a, it's a quick scheme. It's an easy scheme and it's a worthwhile scheme. It's also good for just if you need to give someone a present. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, I guess that you can't really make money. You're just going to get better gifts. Yeah, the whole point is... In fact, is, you're probably losing money on the on the painting. Why? Yeah, 15 bucks. Right, but that's instead of getting someone a conventional gift. Like, Still spending money. Right, but... Huh? But you get, the, you get a gift <laughs> but you're also back not, from that person. Yeah, you're getting that, a gift. It's not worth anything. What's not worth anything? The gift back. What Why not? Mean? It's not worth cash. It's just a right, gift. Right, but it's a better gift than a shitty watercolor <laughs> that I bought online. You yeah. must understand what do you, this, what do you th- this so, trade system. Right. It's like a barter system. I want to run system. a hypothetical. Mm-hmm. I don't. You run this scheme on me, right? You give me a watercolor of the three of us as kids. What do you expect back? Um, if you're already getting me a gift, 
Yeah, well, you gave it to me for my birthday. I think that's it, it's it's and really. I think, oh, it, he got me that. What, see, you, what are you expecting back? If anything, you iPod. should <laughs> expect back a sentimental gift from Mike, which could be equal to the shitty water cooler yeah. thing. Like, wouldn't yeah, I go sentimental with it? Yeah. If you went sentimental, I was going to get him the Sexbox One S, but he kind of went sentimental. With I think it. it may be more of like a maybe a grandmother type of gift, or like you just gave it on your grandma. Hell yeah, I'm scheming on oh, my it grandma. It kind of makes more sense with family, I guess. For family... Well, what would you expect back from me? It's not... I mean, it depends on the, the types of gifts you give me, which is uh, you usually... Uh, Experiences. Yeah. But I mean, you're you coming at me with a little little side angle here. Say I gave Nick something like this, I would hope for some... Uh, so what do you a beautiful, maybe a lamp, uh, maybe a Moroccan rug... A, a Moroccan rug. Yeah, maybe. Do you know how much Moroccan rugs are? Uh, more than $15. Way more, but That's right. I made out like a bandit. Nick's going to go drop a K, 1K once on a he, Once he sees, he's like, oh, man, Jeff really came through with this watercolor. Like, he's been working really hard at this. Like, it must mean a lot to him that he not only took the class, but he spent the time him a making rug. the watercolor. And and then like you you strike the core with someone like that and and they they think about you when they're shot maybe they don't even, they haven't even got you to press it in this exchange of gifts but next time that birthday comes around you know maybe they forgot or something they, they go to the store they're spending forty fifty bucks on maybe maybe an art book that you want maybe maybe some cool pair of headphones Nick I would like do you have a watercolor for Nick <laughs> I might Uh-oh. soon his, enough Uh-oh. once my shipping. <laughs> It's your dog limping. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, I guess, Dave, I'll ask the question we all want to know. All right. For Jeff's, what's the name of the hustle? Off Color. For Jeff's Off Color hustle where you sh- uh, basically outsource your pain- your paintings to overseas, bring it back, present it as a homemade gift mm-hmm. in exchange for hopefully a better gift in return. Why would it not be? Because you were coming with your hypothetical. You were saying, I wouldn't, you wouldn't give me I would, a gift that was worth more than but art is subjective so whatever it's worth is whatever i decide it is right so so if i decide oh well i'll, I'll get him like a a poster or something well, uh, what kind of poster <laughs> a dope one yeah yeah maybe like, like really ray dope, yeah like a really dope ray poster from, from the movie Wars? ray no. <laughs> <laughs> i know how much you love the movie ray with jamie fox and i would get you a dope poster hmm. all right i'm into well, that dave are, are you in uh, as a customer, I, I love the idea. Uh, I'm not sure where an investor would really lay here. I think it's more just like, are you in on the scheme? Would you do this scheme? Would you like this scheme to be done to you? Does that mean I'm an investor in the scheme? If I think it's just focused on, do you want to be in, would you run this scheme? Uh, it, a lot of overhead. This seems like... It's not a lot of overhead at all. It's 15 bucks plus shipping. Might even be 10 or 5 Guess if, it seems yeah. like the watercolor is going to get worse. I'm, Who cares? I'm, I'm, it's sentimental. You I tried, care, but it, I tried to make something beautiful for you. It doesn't. There's no. The whole point is you're not attaching a cost to this because it's like from the heart. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'll be like, cool, thanks. This uh, is a bad. Pain. No, you wouldn't though. You'd be like, oh man, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Those art classes. I think you should give it up, man. No, but you actually. Like, I don't if think I you did that. You would be like, oh, dude, wow. I you would. Would maybe you would lie to me. At I the very least, you would lie yeah, to me. But then I wouldn't be like, "All right, I'm going to go hook him up." You, I think well, you maybe would. you're not a, a good type of guy. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> well, Dave, are you in? Customer, not an investor. Right. There's so no, you, it's a you scheme. You don't invest somebody. in a scheme. You do the scheme. You you're, you review the scheme nicely. As hard, I mean, I, as hard as I am on the scheme, because there's no way to make money. It's kind of just like a a really lazy way to give someone a gift. Yeah, it's not. A, it's a it's a way to make money throughout the exchange. I feel like you guys don't understand the grift. How are you there. making money? You're making money by getting a better gift in return. That's not money. That's it. But you come out on top. You're still having spent it's a, all this money to try to come out on top, right? But in and the you have no control of, over what you're getting or how they view the painting. You do if they're if they're a loved one. You do. No one no one gets a piece of art that someone else made, and you're like eh to their face. It's you happened. would never. Not to, not no no. People don't do that. I've done that. I've been like oh I was like well, oh not to their face. I was like cool thanks, and I wasn't like oh I gotta hook them up right. Well, maybe it's more for I was like, like a great, grandma. Now I have thing. to like bring this home from the bar. <laughs> Thanks. Right. Well, I mean, but hey, you're you're really grasping at straws. But I'm here. also in on the scheme because I think it's a great idea. <laughs> Jesus, I just don't see how you're going to make much money, man. You're making money on the exchange. You're getting a better thing in return. Grandma's maybe, not making. Maybe, maybe you are. I'd I'd say more than eighty five percent chance you you're out on top. I would agree with that. I don't think so. <laughs> No. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. Are you in right. on the scheme or not? Yeah, man. Let's hear it for Jeff. I'm in on the scheme. Good job, Jeff. Weird vibe in the studio. Really weird vibe in the studio right now, guys. <coughs> really weird vibe. I'm mad at Dave. I'm taking it out on Jeff. Guys, you know what time it is. It's time for your host, The Mutter, who's utter. We all oh, feed God. from. <laughs> oh, God. Mama Bear Mike Carnell, what do you have for us today, bud? Uh, guys, listen, uh, let me paint a little picture for you, a little story. <laughs> it's 1135 on a Tuesday, and, you know, you've been home, you're smoking a little weed, you're playing video games, you're starving, mm. but uh, you don't want to get delivery. You're like, I got to just live with whatever's in the fridge, whatever's in the cupboard. Yeah. You don't open up the fridge. You don't got a lot of stuff. Maybe you have a half-eaten container of feta cheese mm-hmm. maybe you've got a little sriracha you've got like one carrot and yes. a few other weird ingredients blend it and, it, <laughs> and you just blend it up and you're like oh, well how the fuck i'm not gonna like what am i gonna do like chocolate like what am i gonna do with these like bullshit ingredients and that's where my new app called cassie short for casserole mm comes in now what <laughs> you're gonna do now what we've done is we built a database with the best chefs and the sharpest minds in the world, I've hired him in. We've had a conference, and we've also uh, got a major algorithm going here where we can take any ingredients that you put in, and it goes, here's a meal that you can cook. And you can put in how much time you want to cook, how much time you want to spend prepping, and what you got. So, we, you know, carrots, feta cheese, sriracha, yogurt, mm. one green onion. Mm. What am I going to do? All of a sudden, you're making a little yogurt sriracha-based dip, Ooh. and you're you're chopping up the carrots, sautéing those, roasting those, and you're doing a little dip for yourself. You're dipping the carrots in. You're dipping mm-hmm. the carrots in the mm-hmm. yogurt, and that's mm-hmm. all because you plugged every single ingredient that you want to use into the app, and from there, it calculates what meal or snack you can cook. But it's not a casserole, though, is it? Well, a casserole is sort of a vague term where you can throw anything together. Yeah. I'm also up for new names. I thought about CRISPR, like the CRISPR drawer. Mm-hmm. I like Cassie. Cassie's yeah, cute. Cassie's fun. Cool. You don't have like it. It doesn't have no, to always curious. spell it yeah. out. It's like a little butler. It's like casserole would involve dough of some degree. That's not what it... What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like a casserole is like a... 
A casserole is like any dish that's just like a bunch of shit thrown together. Oh, is it? Yeah, mm-hmm. green bean casserole doesn't have any dough in it. You're thinking of pies. Yeah, you're thinking of like a shepherd's pie mm-hmm. or a chicken pot pie. Pies. You're thinking of pies. Yeah, <laughs> perhaps. It really bring yeah, it. You know those like day. rectangular, uh, you know the Pyrex, the glass things. You just throw a bunch of shit in it. You don't. You like you. If yeah, you no, I, I know what a casserole. Like is. a tuna casserole uh-huh. doesn't have any. Like, Are you dough learning in what it? a casserole is on air right now? <laughs> I bet to a degree. Right, well, a casserole is you throw a bunch of shit. Let in. me look this up. Real no, quick. look it up. Just it's take my like word a for it. What's the type phone? of bread or anything? No, a casserole is just like a dish of stuff. Mm, boy. Now, I'm not saying every meal is a casserole, but it's sort of a fun term. Cassie rolls off the tongue is easy. Right. Take whatever you got in your fridge, plug it in. Oh, you got a little. Uh, oh, you have a little balsamic vinegar. We can work with that. You know, uh, it, it might suggest be like, hey, do you have this ingredient to make this better? And you're like, oh fuck, I do have cloves. What if you only have, I do uh, have pickles and peanuts? Uh, we we all all you have is pickles and peanuts. Yeah, we can work with it, dude. All right, I'm very curious to find this out and look forward to using Cassie. I mean, it's pretty fun. So basically, it's going to run you, you know, one ninety nine, mm-hmm. one time purchase. And what you can do is also, uh, you know, there's tiers of chefs. So right. if you want to upgrade, you can get the top tier, top 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 tier chefs. Oh, that's interesting. If further down the road to start. Are off they the, custom making us, or are we just we're pulling from existing it's recipes? It's an algorithm. So they're not custom recipes. They're well, we understand from... the science of cooking. It's mm-hmm. like acidity, sweetness. Oh yeah. What you what you can umami. and can't use umami, umami. all that stuff. We, well, what we it's can umami. do is like really make. The... It's, it's a it's it's a, it's a sensory. It's another it's a spectrum of the flavor. It's that's like a zeitgeist. Just, just, no, it's like no, it's like a flavor. sweet sour. Their mommy is just the deliciousness of a, of a to a degree. Kind of want to go to umami burger now. Oh yeah, in L.A., bud. There's a new umami burger. Yeah, I had one last time I was there. There you go. Uh, it was great. Great. Uh, well, guys, that's it, Cassie. And this is assuming you kind of have like the uh, the bases. Maybe you have some flour. You don't. Do you have to put in your flour? Or they assume you have flour. No, I think you should put in. You have to put in everything because uh, you know what happens when you assume. Right. You make a Cassie. Maybe you, maybe you, you can. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you can save your pantry uh, to it, so you don't have to add that every time. Well, you know, it's also broken up into like jazz. it's broken up into like it's very cool. The interface is very cool. Mm-hmm. There's like fridge, and you can click what you have from the fridge. There's pantry, and you can click what you have in the pantry. Can you I post like screenshots of the interface on Twitter? I mean, right now it's it's a proprietary thing. Can you take a photo of your fridge and it'll just spit out uh, what, what no, you can eat? No, because then you start running into problems with like lighting. And can you put in clear. if uh, maybe the carrots spoiled and maybe there's some trick to Stony to bring the produce just, back to you life? Just, do you just throw the carrot out. Buddy. Okay. Oh, you know what we I should do? I do have two carrots in my fridge, actually. You do. Yeah, you, I saw those. you know what? If you're getting a little, or if you're, imagine if you're drunk and you're late at night mm. and you're like, I got fucking like peanut butter, fucking spaghetti, and some other, sh- and some fucking peanuts, yeah. and some like weird chili flakes. You're, you're talking, we're talking, we're talking, we're talking, we're talking about some uh, cold Thai noodle. Oh. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden, man. you're going to be white walking out with a cold Thai peanut that sauce noodle, Shanghai delicious. style, baby. Shred that carrot up, put it in. <laughs> Cook the spaghetti, melt down the peanut butter, put the chili flakes in, put a little sriracha in. Put some butter in. This is beautiful. Anyway, how much how much are we charge? Dollar ninety nine. A month? No, one time thing. Love it. For the uh, app. I'm gonna go ahead and just say I'm in as an investor and a customer. I love right. the idea. I'm hey, a huge don't, don't David. skip me on my last <laughs> go. <laughs> all right, David, I'll ask the question we all want to know the answer to. For my one ninety nine Cassie app, are you in as a customer, investor, or both? <laughs> oh, I'm in as both. 
Yeah, yes, I love the idea. It's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, it's actually probably one of my better ideas. It is. Like you guys, great. you guys are really uh, underselling the, the cost of your things. If I said my thing was two dollars, then we all be on top of Mine's it. Mine's an app. Now, am I going to have to get some angel investors and some funding? Sure, mm-hmm. but I'll handle that on the back end. Mm-hmm. And I don't need yeah, to be mine's telling, a mold. Plastic's I don't need to cheap. be telling my investors where I'm getting my money from. That's right. When we shouldn't be telling ISIS how we're going to attack right. them either. Thank, Thank you, relax. Trump. Don't make it political. Don't do it. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. Don't make it political. Especially for the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey. Hear it for me? Yeah. Weird vibe, you know. Weird vibe in the studio. I think I don't know what. I, I'm confused. I'm hurt, well, dude. I like I didn't do anything. You're, you did this on purpose to hurt I us. Didn't man. For months you've been saying that you wanted out of the podcast, and, and now you have found your way. You can wow. have all the fucking umami burger you want, mm. motherfucker. You know what I saw there last time, and and uh, I hope I'm not uh, getting his first name wrong, but it, I think I Andrew am. Dick. No, uh, <laughs> Guzman. Luis Guzman. Guzman. Yeah. yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's, he's a cool guy. He's great. You well, talk to him? No. How do you know he's a cool guy? Well, Mike he said he was plays a cool, cool guy. guy. But he, he plays play cool guys, guys in movies. It seems cool. So, doesn't mean he's a cool guy. Don't, why are you taking shots <laughs> at Luis? He's been in what a do you ton have against of great Luis? stuff. He's typecast is what he is. <laughs> so he gets cast. That's the Why can't he is play it, an Irish woman? Is Tom Cruise typecast? Is Brad Pitt typecast? True. Like you know, all True. the all the great ones are. All right. Well degree. guys, let's take a little break. Let's regroup. Uh and let's come back for Dave's last catch of the day. Oh oh boy. He's he's tooting in the th- <laughs> Hey guys, it's uh <laughs> It's just El Jefe here today. No Mike, no Dave. I guess Mike's in Paris. Uh, Dave's in L.A. And Jeff's here. They're out exploring the world, and I'm just kind of by myself in the studio. But you know what I can explore? I can actually explore my own body, okay? And you don't have to leave your home to do that. You know what you do have to do? You have to go to adamandeve.com. And for a limited time only, 50% off just about any item okay so hey look they spent let's call it eight hundred dollars on a plane ticket another three hundred dollars a night to stay in a place this is ending up being a three thousand dollar excursion for both of them just to just to be somewhere else just to experience something else i'm doing that at home with the help of adam and eve guys when you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs plus a free mystery gift. And to top it all off, they will even throw in a free shipping on your entire order. Guys, I checked out adamandeve.com. You've heard us before. We pitched this one. It's a good idea. And we're all behind it. I went to the site. They have this thing called the Vibrating Ball Pouch Ring. And it's, it's pretty much like a, a little caboose for your balls. And you put it around. It's battery-powered. And it gives you a vibrating sensation when you're on your own and trying to please yourself. And guys, <laughs> wow, you can, this is amazing. This is technology. This is where we're at right now. Ball tinglers, guys. AdamandEve.com. Come and use code TWINS at checkout. That's T-W-I-N-S, TWINS, AdamandEve.com. Use code TWINS, guys. Check it out. And we're back. You know, we kind of had like a nice regroup outside. Hugged it out. I'm staying. Woo! 
we'll miss you, bud. Wait, <laughs> do you guys smell that? Mm-hmm. It's this week's catch of the day. A segment of the show where we salute fellow hustlers out in the real world making it happen. Jeffy, you brought this catch of the day to our attention. You want to talk about oh, it? Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. It's uh, it's actually, you have a little toddler at home. Paint they're, a they're, picture for us. They're afraid of the dark. You go to tuck them in. They want to leave that door cracked open with maybe the bathroom light on. No longer, okay? They're afraid of monsters under the bed. No longer. Guys, Ow. this is a nightlight that actually projects fun monsters onto your wall. So we're talking your you're like you're likable, lovable T Rex, of course, uh, and any sort of kind of. And the, I only saw the T Rex one, but they they do a couple different animals, and it it projects on like kind of cones up against the wall, yeah. And it really is a beautiful scene. And you know, if your kid gets afraid, then he's got these monsters on his side. Hey, hey that's I, a great idea. Hey, if you, don't worry, the monsters aren't under their bed; they're right there on your wall. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're lovable and they're they're protective. Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty fun. Like, because if you're a kid, it's weird at, when you're a kid how much like a sliver of light mm-hmm. will help mm-hmm. quell the fear. It's also weird how, as a kid, like dinosaurs are always considered like good-hearted. Yeah, they were and, like vile beasts. You know, even like like the brontosaurus, the stegosaurus, the uh, even the Tyrannosaurus Rex, you're, especially you, the T Rex. But you always feel like they're on your side for some reason. Yeah, I, who's I, the enemy there? Well, I think I think T Rex is the I enemy. T Rexes are the enemy. But yeah, they could also they? be your friend. I it depends. They were your friend. How, and then the you raptors. Guys, raptors are oh, enemies. Yeah. Were you guys scared of the dark growing up? I'm still scared of the dark. I, I won't sleep in pitch out. black. I'm There's no way the I, sleep. I get really freaked out if I go camping. No way. You got to fall asleep before anyone else. Hey, do you remember when it was me, you, and Smitelli in that tent camping? Mm-hmm. Uh, story time? Yeah. Uh, I, back, way back, like maybe four and a half years ago, I quit my job and I was like, all right, I'm going to go on a little road trip. I'm going to do like two months just to get loose. One of the first stops was Big Sur and it was me and Jeff and another friend of ours. And, you know, we were in, we were in Big Sur. It was beautiful. We found a campsite. It was great. Nighttime came. We uh, we were all scared, so we we each brought like weapons into the tent, mm-hmm. and then we like went to go to sleep. And I was up, and I Jeff back me up. There were like actual like shadowy figures mm-hmm. walking outside. I've never been more scared in my life. I was the only one up. I like shook Jeff awake. I was like, someone's outside the fucking tent. 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 What should I do? What should I do? Everyone wakes up. Everyone else sees it. Back me up. Everyone mm-hmm. else sees these mm-hmm. shadows, and I get volunteered to go out. I'm like, okay, 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 okay. And I take our, I take that a big knife that I had mm-hmm. that I Mikey likes his big knife. I had a big knife. I fucking undid the knife, and I was like, yo, if you if you hear some shit, you got to just like come out at least like shine some light so I can like mm-hmm. get in a fight. Mm-hmm. I fucking undo this like apps. Like, do you know how terrifying it is? to be 100% convinced that there's somebody outside your tent and then to be the person who to get outside of the tent you have to like unzipper it and stick your head out and be like <laughs> terrified i go Hello? fucking i fucking jump out Hello? knife like i do a cat like move like knife out i'm out there and then we realized that it was like the campsite like a couple ones away had their light and they were walking in front of it far away and so it looked uh, like there were people right, outside the tent right. 
I have never been so scared. Well, you remember that one dude on the Vespa who came up to us? Oh my god! That like he was either fucking, British or, or he was Australia. British. Yeah. He had the uh, tattoo of a uh, of a wizard smoking a blunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he was telling the story about how he was there the well, previous let's, night. Yeah, let's let's paint this. <laughs> this is like we were leaving Big Sur, our campsite. The next day, this dude rolls up on a Vespa. We start talking to him. He's like a fucking cockney-ass motherfucker. Super nice. Super nice. To us. To us. We're talking to him. He has like a a wizard smoking a blunt tattooed on his arm. Mm -hmm. He's telling us about how fun it is to ride the Vespa on like the one, one, which you'll, you know, the PCH day, you'll get to know it. Uh, And then all of a sudden, he drops this thing where he's like, yeah, I was camping a couple weeks ago. And, uh, you know, he dropped a slur for Mexican people Mm -hmm. (laughs) and was like, yeah, they were being really rowdy and they wouldn't shut up. And I went to him and I said, shut up. And uh, they didn't. So now I'll wait till they were asleep. I took a big ass rock and I threw it on top of their tent and crushed them. And they were screaming. And I ran back to my tent like nothing happened. And they didn't know what was going on. I think he said a cinder block. Yeah, he took like a really oh heavy thing. He's like, I just dropped it on the tent. <laughs> and this is like hard cut to us. Like, oh, cool. Uh, and then he showed us his gun. He had a gun. He had a full gun on him. <laughs> and we were like, uh huh. And he like showed us the gun. He's like, yeah, I always keep my peace on me. I was like, oh my god, there is no park at this point. There was like weird defunding with like the mm. California state parks. No. There was no <laughs> park rangers, and there was nobody else at this campsite. And we were just like, all right, cool, cool, cool man. Uh, well, how many miles do you get for gallon on that bad uh, yeah, boy? Yeah, nice to meet you. I think we're gonna uh, we're gonna take off, head up north. Um, yeah, that's a gun. That's a loaded gun. All right, cool. Uh, all right, bye, man. And it was just so scary. <laughs> this fucking maniac. Pass. What's Brood the most scary? Dave, can you remember a really scary story from like uh, being in the dark as a kid? Uh, I mean, a camping trip in college. I was super. I, I'm scary of every camping Camping's trip. Rough. Yeah. Uh, I had a buddy of mine go missing for the entire night, so we were searching for him oh, all geez. night. How did he go missing? Drunk? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we, you know, I went to bed that night thinking he was dead, pretty much. Everyone went to bed, or did you like? We were like, All right, we, I mean, we were looking forever, and then, and then everyone at some collectively point, was like, I mean, you, like, what do you? What do? happened to him? Where was he? He had passed out somewhere in the woods, and and, did he, <laughs> and he made his way to camp or something. Yeah, I mean, I get you know, you don't have to be that. Uh, the next day, when the sun came up, or at nighttime, uh, when the sun came up. So he spent the night passed out. In the yeah, woods. yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's Wait, is that so you scary want? for me though. I ended up writing like the longest letter of my life to him the next day. And did he, you give it to him? I I emailed it to him. I was like, dude, like, uh, come on, man. What we did all, you, wait, I, I was like, we all think we're dead, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed you were dead when I went to sleep. Yeah, wait, what did like, he say back? I don't know if he ever responded. To it. <laughs> he got lost again. Straight up ghosted. Uh, what about, wait, was that the same trip where you hid behind the refrigerator? No, that was Costa Rica. Uh, when did you hide behind the fridge and why? In, in Costa Rica, I, <laughs> uh, we were all in this hot tub and it was sort of like a McMansion in the middle of like a ghetto. Yeah, they got of. those. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and uh, there will be some banditos. Yeah, some of the drunk girls who were with us were like kind of being rude to this guy who not rude, but like kind of like college girl, like loud and drunk and like stupid. What do you even fucking do here? Well, I mean, this guy like stuck his hand through like the bushes and was like, "Do you want to drink some of this?" And like, you know, they're like, "No, get the you know, get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here." And he was like, "I'm gonna come back with like a you know like a machete and kill oh, you all." What? And, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Yeah, right. I'd be like, no, 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 come back and have a beer for the love yeah, of God. Yeah. Words are powerful. I mean, this is people. like just a hand that I'm seeing, like an arm. And, and a then hand. he said, "I'm going to come back with a machete." And kill yeah, you. and everyone else was like so like calm and cool about it. And I'm like, I'm going to find a place to hide. <laughs> so I like pulled so all- the. There was already like a spot like on the side of the fridge where you could, you know, the fridge was like in this little nook that had room on the side. So I like pulled it out a bit <laughs> and then I like slept behind, like the slept behind the fridge. Slept behind the fridge? Yeah. Dude. And he never came back? Yeah, but what if he what, did, What dude? do people say the next day? Uh, I I uh, think they were just like... You probably Dave's didn't drunk. <laughs> Or yeah, yeah, but yeah. I was you like, played off most... like, oh, I was so wasted. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to sleep. That in was such a bridge. crazy night. Anyway, did any of you get? Does anyone up? remember that guy who <laughs> <laughs> threatened to murder us? And knows, I do, and knows where we live. If anyone threatens to murder me, I'm like, I take it 100 percent serious. Like, I think as you should. Yeah, mm. I don't know if I've ever had someone be like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. I had a bartender. I mean, he looked pretty scary, and I was, like, standing in the wrong spot, apparently. Uh, it was at this place called Lit Lounge that has since closed in the city. Yeah. And he just, like, looks at me, uh, straight face. He goes, hey, man, if you don't move, uh, hey, I'm going to jump across this bar and eat your face off. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm out of here, bud. Yeah, where were you standing? <laughs> I, I think I was, like, by where, like, the the bar, like, the it would come up so they could get out you know oh. like this i mean it's simple it a simple there's no no one you're not allowed to stand right, there right. would have sufficed yeah that was kind of scary oh man i had um i mean a little bit different but at one point in college there was like we would have we had a party at our house a scuffle broke out and i just like clocked a dude in the face and they were like friends of friends and we never saw these dudes again until like a year and a half later the like the mutual friend of ours like yo i'm going to this party i think he like forgot it happened and he like took us to this party and i walk into this house and i'm like those dudes in the corner are like really looking at me (laughs) they're like really really oh 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 no that's the dude i punched and i was like yeah uh and i like saw them like all like kind of gearing up be like yo that's the motherfucker who punched me in the face (laughs) i was like uh we got to go <laughs> we gotta leave this party and i just like booked it out <laughs> uh, anyway the monster light hell yeah, of a catch beautiful. of the day uh i'm still a little freaked out of the dark you know i don't i don't uh i don't like it it's freaky. i mean i get a i get sleep paralysis from time to time so I, I do like a little bit of light yeah so you know where you're at yeah yeah that's fair all right let's hear for the monster light for all you psychos out there keeping us on our toes, much appreciated. Uh, guys, you know what time of the show it is. Every time after the catch of the day, it's my favorite part of the show, quite frankly. And this is when two lucky members of the Twin Invasion Nation get their schemes read out loud. You know, they submit these schemes. And right now it's time for the nation to rise up. All right. So basically, if you guys want to send your own scheme... You can send it to ideas at twinovation.biz. You can tweet us at twinovationpod. You can leave a five-star review in the iTunes. We're going to hear from two lucky fans of our loyal Twinovation Nation. 
And this one is a double-headed monster, this first one from our boys, Brian Brendan. Brian Brendan, I think right? Brian is Brian. Brie? Brianna. Brianna. Yeah. All right, so my girl and boy, Brie and Brendan. Siblings, I believe. Oh, great. Brie and Brendan, right. Let me start you off with a very simple question. What's the worst part about living in San Francisco? Uh, I think they have a lot of like heroin addicts and meth heads. That it's are, most of the Northwest, yeah, Jeffrey. Some, yeah, some. Speaking of them, them heroin addicts. One of them, when we were on that same road trip, he uh, squirted mustard on me on the street. We were going back to the hotel, and this homeless dude just squirted a bunch of mustard what? on me. I don't remember. <laughs> Wait, what? He was like asking for money. I was like, I'm sorry, I don't have. We were staying in the Tenderloin. Oh, remember? yeah. All right. We had like Quick the worst hotel time. ever. Quick. We were like. We it was on that same road trip right after we left mm-hmm. Big Sur. We mm-hmm. drove to San Francisco and we realized that we didn't have a place to stay. We didn't know anything about San Francisco, and we the only hotel available was this like super shitty motel in what turns out to be the worst part of San Francisco called mm. the Tenderloin. Literally, I stepped outside to like smoke a cigarette and saw a like just a full drug deal happen, yeah, no. and there's just like fucking zombies walking around. And a dude squirted mustard on yeah, you? Yeah, they like shoot up in the little bus stops. And the guy was like, hey, you got any money? I was like, no. And he's like, just squirted me with some mustard. <laughs> I respect that. I respect that, actually. Yo, if you're listening, man, I was. Was that after that. we met up with Kunal and like went out? I think it was that night, yeah. Because then we actually had a good time and found out an actual place to stay. We did have stay. a good time. Oh, we stayed at we stayed at that drug dealer's uh, place who like oh, found right, right. Uh, Lauren's uh, like wallet or something like that. Yeah, it was like a friend. Wait, do we not know that guy? He was a friend. He was a friend of a, fr- a friend's drug dealer, who we the only person that we had any connection to in San Francisco. He was really nice. He was the <laughs> nicest dude. Had a dope ass apartment because he was also like a banker, but was uh. also like dealt like Molly and mushrooms and coke and shit like that. And he was like, y- "Y'all can crash with us." And we just like stayed at his apartment. He was just like snorting Molly all day was just a fucking joy to be around, quite <laughs> frankly. Our, our third friend actually ended up getting engaged to him. Right. She definitely fucked him. <laughs> On the roof. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, they snorted <laughs> all that molly, went up to the roof. That's right. We were like... <laughs> you and I were at the parade. We went yeah. to like... A, there's like a, a beta breakers, and we were just having it up. I got in Beautiful that. city. What a... San Francisco. But what's wrong true with delight. it? All right. So I, I forgot that we were even doing pitch. I'm just in full... I think because like the, the sentiment... I'm like, story time. I love Dave. Too I much mustard stories. in yeah, San all these Francisco. Stories I think oh, whoa. Like, it's weird. She said the worst part about living in San Francisco is you constantly get squirted with mustard. <laughs> whoa. Crazy. Uh, she writes, She's you guessed it. Person. The rent is too damn high. Mm. Mm-hmm. What if we told you that there was an elegant solution and all it required was harboring some slight sociopathic tendencies and having a bit of finesse? It's all about rent control. Okay. Are you interested? Yeah. First, you got to get in on a good rent control department. This may seem like the hardest part, but it's completely doable. Start scoping the streets for old ladies or men who need help carrying groceries home. Turn your charm on and get inside these fossils of boats. Once there, establish a casual relationship. Build their trust over the span of a few months, eventually offering to move in and take care of them. Now, you've got them right where you want them. Seize the paperwork and cut them out of that unearthed gem of a property. By the time their family gets involved, you've done legal jujitsu and are now renting your very own apartment in San Fran. Now for phase two. Scope out some roommates with a slow wet and a weak jawline, maybe even a TBI. Then, you overcharge them, covering your share of the rent. Boom. 
free housing. You say it's not possible? Our family friend has been running this gamut for 30 plus years <laughs> with unabridged success living for free in the most expensive city in America. So, shed yourself Who of is? human decency and free housing is ripe for the picking. Your biggest fans, newly from the Bay Area, Bree and Brendan. Nice. Uh, dope. A family friend doing... Wow, I think 30 years is quite impressive. Mm-hmm. You got to put in the time for the long con. So, like, wow. I mean, he's probably... How many people has he known who's died? Because he's been conning old people for 30 years. He must know 60, 70 old people Man, who are just a lot of, I live on a street with a lot of old people, like, and, and they struggle. But he, can, you, like, have to become friends with them. They always need help. Yeah. <laughs> I see them walking there. They look up with such, like, yeah. weary eyes. All they want is help. <laughs> and I say, no. <laughs> Not I'll today, look, sweetie. I'll look down at you and say no. I got to go eat a bagel on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got a cigarette. I, I, uh, I can't. My hands are really tired here. I mean, that's I. I'm. I was worried about the logistics, but to come with like the fact that it's been thirty plus years, mm-hmm. proof of concept right there. <laughs> I mean, if anything, if I were them, I'd be like, "Yo, can I like live at your rent-free place for a little bit until I find a little uh, old person of my own to manipulate." To the old person, you say that to the. I would say that to the un- the family friend. Be like, yo, let me get my feet straight. Oh, can so I, you're, can I apprentice you're conning with you? the con artist. Can I apprentice with you, and then mm. I, if he's been doing it for thirty years, he must be relatively old. All of a sudden, you get it. You basically do what you he did to you under the guise of, hey, can we get our feet straight? Can I apprentice from you on how to do it? You learn all of his tricks, and then when he gets Kill old, him. you fucking matchstick men his ass, and now you're in charge. <laughs> yeah, take him you to guys Costa saw Rica for men, a trip. Right? <laughs> you guys saw matchstick men, right? It's Love not it. his daughter. It's not his daughter. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is a twist, huh? Yeah, not his daughter at Beautiful all, dude. Fuck. The hospital was fake. Everything was fake, dude. I love this The therapist cage. was fake. Rockwell fucking had you going from the beginning, Cage. Not even your daughter, dude. Nobody knows this movie. Classic. <laughs> Nobody knows Matchstick Man? Nick? This is more of a family man crowd. Uh, <laughs> I love the bow and arrow. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's great. I think, Dave, what do you think? It's a fantastic idea. What do you think about Matchstick Man? Uh, I think I saw a long time ago, and I get it confused because I was on a Nick Cage binge, and then that way I can't really he had a run differ- of a lot differentiate of yeah. a lot of his movies he's from like each other. A, he's a con man. Rockwell's as apprentice, a con man in a lot and of then movies, over the so. he meets his daughter, and then it turns out to be a hustle. And Rockwell's been hustling him this mm. whole time. Uh, he cleans him for everything he worth, that he's worth, and then uh, he actually doesn't even really learn a lesson. He's just like, "No, oh, I got conned. Shit, I let my guard down and I got conned. Shit." Yeah. I think con movies are the best types of movies. It's I'm a it's heist twist. movie guy yeah, myself. It's twist. I like it's cons. A, it's heist. in the same vein. I've heard a lot of yeah. talk about Ocean's Twelve is bad. It's not bad. It's just not as good as the other ones. Ocean's my girl, 13. My girl's in the Ocean's, Ocean's 13. 12. Ocean's 8. You mean? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, I mean, let's give it up for Bree and Brendan. Big ups for Bree. I would say my only thing is like, get in this guy's apartment, be like, yo, can we learn from you? And then slowly con him out of his apartment. Mm. He and might then, be privy to that. And then the game's the game, dude. He's a family friend. He won't suspect shit. Yeah, I the game's it. the game, my man. Hey, do you need help moving moving some stuff? Thanks for letting us crash. Slowly. I'm going to take a little nap on this couch. Do you mind? Squatters rights. 30 years later. Squatters rights. Squatters rights. <laughs> All right, Bree and Brendan, one more time. 
Well I done. I can't believe I forgot that some dude just squirted mustard all over you. Yeah, it was pretty traumatic. Because <laughs> must you must have thought it was a gun. That's why I don't eat mustard. Yeah, I have been wondering that. It's just no mm. mustard for you. Mm. Catch a pack. Do that only. mustard noise again. Oh <laughs> <laughs> god. It was like it was like he hadn't squirted it on anyone for a while, so it was like that real liquidy shit too. Oh, right it was mostly water? Yeah, mostly water from the get the, I mean, the first. That's just rude. Shake if you're gonna squirt it, shake it. Shake it up before you think you the water part would just Have dribble out. some civility. Yeah. Wait, so he's just walking around with mustard squirting people? Hell yeah. <laughs> I'd be doing hurts. the same thing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, guys. I do do that. Good episode. That was two? That no, was, that was only one. Was that one? <laughs> oh, man. I lost. We've gone on so many tangents, I really lost track of everything. Anyway, you guys ready for the second one? Wondering why you were trailing on that story for so long. <laughs> Are you guys ready for the second one? You better believe it. From our boy Lawson. Another cool. We've had a lot yeah, of, cool, a lot of names. cool names. A lot of very cool names. Lawson writes Howdy, Twinovators. What's the worst part about testing expensive items at a store? What? Hmm, having, <laughs> having to give them back? Jeff? Uh, I would say. I guess yeah, I don't. you don't to like to like headphones, something like that. I don't even know what he's referring to because I don't read the emails before we record. Neither do I. Um, <laughs> I just saw the name Lawson and I said sin. Uh-huh. All right. So, what do you think the worst part about testing expensive items at a store is? It's it's like tasting a, a fruit that you'll never have in your own fridge. That's right. Worrying you will drop and or break something and therefore have to buy the expensive product. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, the scheme I am proposing to you today takes advantage of that exact fear. I am suggesting building a chain of high-end music stores around the nation that are rigged with faulty instrument holders and equipment causing customers to break items on accident and therefore have to pay for it. Take this scenario. A customer comes in wanting to buy a new guitar, and they give you their price range. Using your salesman skills, you offer them an instrument slightly above their price range, but one you know they will like. After letting them test it out for a bit, you tell them to put it back after they finish. Meanwhile, another employee is in a back room observing the customer using security cameras around the store. When that employee sees the customer going to put the instrument back, they press a button which moves the holder or causes it to give way just enough to make the instrument slip and fall to the ground, causing irreparable damage. Since the store store will have a strict you-break-it-you-buy-it policy, the customer will be forced to pay for the instrument. The stores will be filled with rigged hangers operated by one or more employees in the back, observing from a security camera. We get it. It can also be filled with good-looking but faulty instruments and other accessories, which would damage even at the slightest use, also bringing blame to the customers and forcing them to buy it. Given the nature of music stores and their high price points, it would only be a matter of time until the chains start raking in the dough. Still debating on a name, but I was thinking something about the, along the lines of major treble music stores. Your ideas with music <laughs> puns are also welcome. Thanks for listening. Sincerely, your day one boy, Lawson, P.F. Huff is a bitch-ass snitch, which... Can you guys tell how angry I am at Lawson right now? <laughs> What, dude? You're trying to put pockets in fucking Guitar Center? You're trying to put money in Guitar Center's pockets? That's not what this podcast is all about. We're not taking advantage. What are you you even getting? What? They're his stores. They're his stores. They're his stores? Right, but then you get the bad reputation. You you have to do inside jobs. You can't have your own store be like the... 
blueprint of the scheme. I'm not going to lamb Sam Goody's fucking pockets with a, a, a hard-earning customer's money so that you and your goofball friends can hit a little <laughs> button in the back. Have you ever broken anything at a store? Uh, Even if I did, I would ne- I would never pay for something that yeah, I'd be like, no, I didn't broke. do it. You shouldn't. You shouldn't let me handle it. Well, we have you on it. security. No, I'm out. I'm I'm already gone. Can you see my mouth saying I don't want to handle this, and then you walking away? Anyway, I'm going to leave. You can call my dad if you want it. <laughs> Go ahead, call Mark. <laughs> uh, no, I've never. Have you guys ever broken anything while testing it? Probably, but I don't think i would stick around to pay for it i would yeah. i would be out of there so fast even if i drop like a snapple on the ground it breaks i'm not paying for the snapple get yeah, a new in, snapple. Fa- in fact i want another one free of charge yeah it's, it's too slippery i've said this the snapples are too slippery <laughs> they are slippery they are quite slippery they are it's just the way the bottles made i think it's, that's why they went went to uh plastic did they go to plastic i they did they have glass all the time yeah i think they're phasing those out really <laughs> yeah um I, what do you guys think of the idea because the plastic, you can squeeze hey, a bit. Okay, we get it. I, di- I dig the you break it, you buy it, uh, like running running off of that philosophy is a potential moneymaker, you yeah. know, as a store owner. It, it might make more sense for, you know, like your $25 Chinaware. Are you or, also like breaking guitar? You're breaking like expensive guitars? I think you'd have to make shitty. I don't know. That's Because like if I dropped... If I wasn't prepared to spend seven hundred dollars, or didn't even have seven hundred dollars, and this dude was like, "You break it, you buy it," I'd be like, "No," <laughs> and he'd be like, "Yeah, that's I the start rule. policy," and I'd be like, "No," and go ahead and call the cop. I don't care. I'm, I'm not gonna giving, yelp this. I'm not giving you this money, and I think you're hustling me. And then the legal battles alone won't be worth it, my friend. For you or for them? For them. But they have a whole. They have the whole. The Bring stores, it on, the, the LLC behind. I'll them, fucking right? write an op-ed in the fucking paper. I'll tell my story online. <laughs> yeah, you got to hit him from the PR. You got to hit him from the PR. I mean, I just don't. Is breaking and buy it even a thing? In, in like China, China, uh, <laughs> like uh, uh, fine China stores. Fine China stores. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe like antique stores. Yeah, I think it needs to be an antique thing. But then, like, people and then you who run antique stores, like, love their ant. They like care about the antiques, right? Uh, you have to, you have to buy a shittier, I guess, like, I, knockoff. Antiques. Once I realized that this dude was talking about like working at a guitar center and like trying to scheme people, I was like, "Fuck you!" It's a better scheme if, like, maybe an employee at the guitar center gets had, commission. No, they're just like, "Hey, man." Uh, you broke this thing. It's store like they have some fake guitar that they bring in. And, oh, hear me out. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, and they have this faulty decoy guitar. Uh, decoy guitar. They it falls decoy it breaks. Tuck, decoy tuck. And they're just like, hey man, uh, if my manager saw this, like I'd be fired. But like, I won't say anything. Just like slip me a forty dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> And I only take 40s. Uh, but otherwise, it's like $600. It's a whole legal thing. They're, they're going to call the police. Just give me the 40 and I'll, no. co- I'll cover for you. Call I'll, call, co- I'll cover for call you. Call the cops. <laughs> I really wish you want to uh, take it there. Call the cops. Nah, man. You don't want to like get into this. I don't have stuff. any cash. I, I actually have a square on me that I can plug into my phone and we can just <laughs> we can charge your debit. I'm good. Call the cops. All right, let me talk to my manager. <laughs> I guess Let's see like, if we can do 20. <laughs> can we do 20? Five. Okay. All right, here's $5. Now get the fuck out of my face. And give me that decoy guitar, too. 
<laughs> Someone's already Piece gluing it back together. <laughs> <laughs> also, what is like the uh, just the work? Now you're we're putting like pulley systems and buttons <laughs> in all of the rigs in the store. Like they're built into the walls. It's very complicated, Lawson. <laughs> the, he presses the wrong guitar, it falls and breaks. Uh, did you did Sign you drop that or did that fall on its own? Fell on its own. You shook the wall. No. <laughs> he was shaking the wall, boss. Make him buy it. <laughs> you shake the salesman's hand after you buy it, and the salesman's hand falls off. <laughs> you realize he's fake, too. It's all fake, baby. <laughs> Made out of straw. Uh, I mean, I guess I can't... Uh, I'll say this to play devil's advocate on Lawson's side. It is a good... The break you buy, there is a world where that happens. I just don't know about this scheme, and I won't ever give Guitar Center money. Mm. Ever. I ain't lining no fat cat's pockets. We appreciate the idea, the we hustle, the, the idea. scheme. You Let's know, hear it for him anyway. Brainstorms. Hey, and shout out to your parents for naming you Lawson. I know. That yeah, takes balls. Cool. That, that takes fucking balls. Very cool. Oof, boys, that's it, man. We're done. Dave's last in-studio recording for, in, who knows, until after our sal- at the very earliest April. Mm. This might be our last podcast. Oh, no, man. don't say that. Don't say it. Everyone who's like feeling is a little worried about the pod. We're working on the Skype thing. It'll be good. Dave will be in there. We're going to have a couple weeks of transition to kind of buy Dave some time to get settled in LA. But I think it'll be fun. Jeff and I and Nick running the show. Finally, the shackles are off. We can do whatever we want. Am I the shackle? You're the shackle. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Dave, I'll say this. Uh, I love you. You've been one of my closest friends for uh, 20 something years. And I'm sad you're moving across the country, and I love you, bud. Jeff, your turn. Peace, bitch. <laughs> Very chill. Well, Very well cool. now I, we have I get re- my identity back. You know, yeah, now I'm yeah. like, now I'm like a guy. Yeah. I'm Jeff. No, hey. I'm not Jeff and Dave. It's not David Jeff. It's just Jeff. That's true, and dude. Finally, The Rock has come back. <laughs> <laughs> well, Remember? we also have reason. To, maybe we could get Headgum to fly. Maybe we should start a um. A hashtag that says reunite the nation mm. and uh we it's a crowdfunding to buy jeff and i flights to la so and we'll do a little la recording i'd too. like that that'd be nice and also i mean again we want you to get fucking ripped yeah you really and to get ripped. a you should get a we want you hiking it's hard we want you biking we want you getting ripped and we want you to get a pit do you take creatine or anything no uh, i think that's it's probably easy to get roids you go to go to the the, what's what's the Venice Beach? Uh, I think the technology is so good that uh, Gold Gym, Gold yeah. Gym. I think the technology is so good that you'd uh, you you don't need steroids. There's enough like no explode. Out there I'll be working day. out with Andy Dick. <laughs> <laughs> a hard cut to you just being addicted to heroin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dave really fell off the face of the earth once he got involved with that dick. Get that hair on, hey? Well, Dave, uh, I think we all can agree that we'll miss you. And we love you. And uh, the Twinovation Nation will miss you. But you'll be back in a few weeks just via satellite. Yes. It's almost better for you because you always viewed yourself as a god. And now you'll be like the uh, omnipotent voice of God on the podcast. Yeah. And then I could also check my phone with that you seeing. Yeah, which you do do a lot, which I'm concerned do-do. about. Do-do. He said do-do. Ring the bell. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Nick put bells in for Dave. Uh, whew. well, we all know what we're doing. We're probably going to be saying goodbye to you once this airs. Goodbye, my friend. Goodbye. Do you have anything you want to say? To, do you have anything you want to say? And this is your last time in the studio for quite some time. Is there anything you want to say? 
Can you smell what the Dave Jesus. is cooking? Just a fucking. <laughs> that was my middle middle school yearbook quote. I no, no, I, uh, you know this. Uh, you, what was mine? Mine you know, was every, every journey. Uh, Jim is fun. Uh, it's a goal and journeys, <laughs> and uh, I want to be Jim when I grow up, not a person. I want to just be. <laughs> the goal is the journey. Advice. That's what I meant to say. All right, well, you know. hey, we love you. We miss you. Nothing's going to change, guys. A lot's going to oh, Actually, change. I need a cup. I need my jacket back from you before you leave. That the nice, raincoat one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful you jacket. Got a lot of and I need actually. help moving, so come Why? over. Hell no, You got to no, box, box stuff, stuff up, up, you know. I'm not a fucking How much stuff do you have? You should purge before you leave. You should purge. Binge purge. Binge purge. Although you've been purging slowly and just leaving stuff at Jeff's. You have like eight trash bags of clothes at Jeff's mm. place. I sure do. What am I doing with that? Can I I think you burn it. it? I don't want to talk about this. You sad? Yeah, I'm sad. You gonna miss us? I love this city. You love us? Yeah, I love this city. You love us? Yes, I do. Say it. Empire State Building, Chrysler Building, Madison Square Garden. Say you love us. I love you guys. We love you too, man. And hey, everyone who's worried about the nation, we're gonna come back stronger. It's gonna be fun. It's a new dynamic. New dynamic. The only new season. Season two of uh, Twinovation. Oh my god! It's a new dynamic. Oh, this is actually a good cliffhanger. This is almost like the end of season one. What's gonna happen? He's moving to California. You excited, bud? Yeah, <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, miss, hey, miss you guys. Dave, we'll love you. Have fun in California. And as always, Dave, stay, stay scheming and stay dreaming. Walking out the door, robbing their bank, got the chauffeur, makes it more purpose. Now an open screw. Saw the day with two dudes for innovation. I owe you. Oprah, Oprah, buddy, getting Oprah, buddy. Oprah, Oprah, buddy. That was a headgum podcast.